Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Thrive Talk Thursdays. I am one of your hosts, uh, Dr. Tracy Lashley. I am also the founder and the CEO of Boss Up Lead Hers, and I have Coach K. Hello, I'm Coach K. I am the COO of Boss Up Lead Hers. And Tiffany. And I am the CFO of Boss Up Lead Hers. <laughs> we have five dynamic women here today for you guys. They are going to blow your minds with everything they're able to juggle. I won't say juggle. They have, they're harmonizing their life. <laughs> they are going to give you some pointers on their business and also highlight things they have coming up and answer a few questions for you guys. So first we have Dr. Anissa Shorts. Hi everybody, great evening. <laughs> she is the work from home CEO. And she's also an advocate for the home-based entrepreneur as a business owner, workshop presenter, radio co-host, contributing writer, and best-selling author. She is also one of my partners in crime. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit later. And we also have... Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we also have Tasha Lewis. She is a very small town, very small town named North Carolina. What's it called? North South Carolina? It doesn't say her name. Can she chime in real quick? <laughs> What's the name? It what doesn't say her name. It says that she currently resides in Forney, Forney Texas. Toyota. I have never heard of that before. <laughs> That's Toyota. <laughs> She is also a wife of Carlos Lewis. They have four sons, ranging from 19 years old to 26. Whoa, she looks young. <laughs> she also has a grandson, retired Army veteran, graduated with a bachelor's in business administration from Texas A&M University, graduated with an associate's in culinary. Ooh, yes, I love to eat. So I hope you have a you know <laughs> restaurant or something. I can go eat it. <laughs> And we also have Marsha Dudley. Hello. She is a speaker, speaker profession, professional wealth strategist. Ooh, what is about her? And mm -hmm. on the rise, director of sales, powerhouse. Okay, you go, girl. And she, is, she has the greatest role of being a mother, wife, and servant. And she uses her faith, experience, and education to assist building strong leaders serving clients and inspiring nations. Oh, I love her already, y'all. <laughs> and then we have Nikita Grayson. She is an entrepreneur, but also a, a women's empowerment extraordinaire. Go girl. She is an HBCU graduate of Fayetteville State University. Okay. A mother of five sons. Whoa, you ladies look young. <laughs> Wife of retired Army veteran for 22 years. Awesome. He loves good food, old movies, and laughing. Oh, we would get along just fine. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have Kimberly Brown. She's building a business for six years. She's a mom of a seven-year-old daughter. She enjoys meeting people 
And her mission is to empower women and men to be best versions of themselves for self and their families. And she also has a degree in healthcare administration. Wow, you ladies are awesome. So, Dr. Shorts, yes, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, you just told them everything practically, I think. Well, I, I live in North, just a little bit. I live in North Carolina. I'm a native of Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I've been building a business from home for 20 years. Um, I am a person who loves to laugh. I love to meet people. Um, I love serving in my community. I'm a people person, really. I like to believe I am. Um, and prior to the entrepreneurial journey, I worked in various facets of business. I worked for the federal government for 13 years. I, well, almost 13 years. I worked um, in manufacturing for a major pharma pharmaceutical company. I was in charge, in charge, or I worked in the Department of Customer Relations. And then I worked in mortgage banking, financial, every uh, banking generally, the, the both sides of it, that and mortgage lending. So, um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. I'm married for 22 years to the, the most sexiest bald-headed chocolate man that anyone would want to know. Um, I'm sorry, ma'am, no. Mm -mm. I'm just saying, I, mean, I, am biased. I am biased, but we've been married for 22 years. And um, anyway, I, I'm an oldest of two two awesome daughters. My mom had two awesome daughters, of which I'm the oldest. And um, that's pretty much it. I love going to the beach and I love um, reading. I like reading. You know, and I'm going to tell you, Dr. Shore is someone I actually heard about. We talked on the phone a few times. And the first time we met face to face was at an event. I was like, I have this event that I'm supposed to be going to. I said, I've never done this before. <laughs> she said, girl, I yeah. call you. We had never met. We had never and met. It was funny. <laughs> we so well. It was like, you know what? We, we hadn't met before today. You know, nice to meet you, Tracy. She's like, nice to meet you. <laughs> but like, been so Tracy, I'm like, you miss her? <laughs> yeah, that's how it worked. And now we, she can't get rid of me as much as she tries. She can't get rid of me now. I can't. But you know what? I wouldn't trade her for the world. <laughs> Tracy is a, is a very gifted. Dr. Tracy is a very gifted woman. Very talented. I don't know what, how she manages to do everything she does. So um, she's 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 um, she's very modest. But she gets her, everybody knows. Anybody who knows her knows she stay busy. So I admire that about you. Oh, thank you. But we talk, we had to talk about y'all. <laughs> Just return the love. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. All right, Miss Nikita. Yes, ma'am. That's me. <laughs> Want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, as the wonderful bio has said about me, I am a mother of five sons, and their ages range from 26, 22, 20. 14 and two. You look amazing. Oh, quite busy. Yeah. <laughs> and you look good. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, I have a wonderful skincare regimen, you know. Mm. I try to use it often, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I try to keep that up. I try to keep that up, you know. It works. <laughs> And in case you guys didn't know, they are a team of women. They work together often, so they know each other quite well. <laughs> okay, Miss um, Marsha. Um, like everyone said, you, you read my bio, but a small piece about me. Um, I, I get in my wealth strategist. Um, I have a home-based business like the rest of these ladies. Um, 
we're all just probably juggling. We we have our hands in so many different things, but uh, my passion is definitely um, inspiring women, empowering them, and letting them know that they can live their best life. So that is a true, my true calling. My true calling is to women, being a servant, and just just being an inspiration. Wow. I love you already. I'm going to have to keep your contact info. Miss <laughs> Kimberly. Hi, everyone. I am. Did you ask us a question? Because I had some tech issues. So oh, well, yeah, you had technical difficulty. Just tell us a little bit of something about you. Um, I read your bio and loved it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, um, I have a daughter. She's 17. And she plays basketball, so I'm kind of busy with that. And then I have a home-based business as well. And I work a traditional nine-to-five. And I'm active at church. And I just enjoy meeting people and educating them on how that they can, you know, just empowering people. Wow. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, you got to teach us how you're juggling all of that. <laughs> Barely. Oh, ladies need to hear. <laughs> okay, and Tasha? Toya. Toya, I'm sorry. I can't, you know, I can't pronounce her name. Toya. Just say Toya, yeah. <laughs> I don't I know if she's frozen. Yeah, and her she's screen looks frozen. Okay. She's got tech issues. Okay, you ladies have home-based businesses. So... What drove you to do that? Become a home-based business owner. Let's start with Miss. Uh, I'm sorry, Doctor Shorts. You could just call me Anissa. That's totally fine. <laughs> Listen, I, I wish I had some really beautiful story to tell you that you know I had this premonition and all of that, but it didn't. I really ended up um, becoming a part of the home-based business industry through direct sales by happenstance. Um, I was introduced to an opportunity numerous times, and I didn't think it was for me. And then right around the holiday season, I mean, when I say numerous times, I mean like four or five times by the same person. And then what ended up happening is that I would meet people's perfect strangers who would then introduce themselves to me and offer me their business card with the same company business card. So it was kind of like, why are these people stalking me? Right. Um, but she caught me at the right time. I had been while working for the federal government. One of the common things I did during the holidays was to work a part time job just to support my habit of shopping. And so that particular year, I made a decision rather than work the traditional part-time job in customer service and do all the gift wrapping for everybody else, I would just take that same skill set and do gift wrapping from home. And so when my um, contact came okay. to me and she said about, why don't you do this during the holidays? Why don't you get started now? Oh, yeah. I just jumped on it. Mm -hmm. And so I've been there since and um, was very hit or miss. I wasn't what I would call the perfect oh, representative. Of the company. I don't know if you all can hear me or not. So anyway, I think that's Toya. Toya's got a bad connection. Yeah. We can hear you, Toya, but we can't see you. So um, anyway, so 20 years later, I'm still at it. And, and I'm not in it for the same reason I started. Of course, before it was just for a way to make easy money for the holidays. And then it became something more. And um, now my whole motivation has shifted. I always have said that when I was working for the federal government, I told myself, I may not always work here, but I'm going to have a business from home. Y'all can bet that. And sure enough, that's how it happened. Um, my reason for, for, reason for, for joining in 1999 
was for one thing and it evolved over the years. And so my reason for staying is totally different from my reason for joining or starting the journey, right? Okay, Ms. Nikita, what drove you to home-based business? Well, I have uh, was involved with uh, just a little couple of uh, women's empowerment events um, that I was already doing. So I was connected with a lot of women anyway. Um, just promoting other businesses and putting different people together in one space. That's what I was doing. That's what I do. Um, so when the opportunity came to me, I, I initially was not interested because I felt like I have a lot on my plate. That's what I do. I stay busy. Um, so alongside of my family, I work full time for um, the government. I do my events on the side for women's empowerment. Um, I'm always into something. So I felt like I was not able to do it. I just felt like it was going to be another addition to my plate. But what I do is I stay busy. That's me. Anybody knows me knows I am always involved in something and it's productive. So before I started to talk myself out of it, I asked myself, you know what? Why not do a home-based business? Why not? Why am I going to not challenge myself to do this? So I decided to do it just to prove myself wrong that I could not do it with my full plate. And what I am good at is maneuvering and multitasking. And that's what I do. So that's what I did. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'm making it work. Definitely making it work. And we're gonna have to find out how you're doing it too. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. Martha. Um, so, um, for me, entrepreneurship is, it's, it's in my blood. It's in my spirit. That's, that's just who I am. I've always been an entrepreneur ever since I was little. Um, I think that that's just one of the talents that God gave me and, that, and I wasn't planning on going, going and burying it. Um, I had my own business. I'm, uh, I'm a speaker. And so I had my own business and I got a taste of, of the freedom that it offers. Mm -hmm. And when I, I had to, because family, I went back into corporate America. So I'm I'm actually, started, I started a home-based business so that I could, you know, work myself out of a job. I work myself out of corporate America. Um, I think when you have kids, like most of us, we have, we have a family, we have kids. And I'm older now. Nikita and I, we're older and we have kids. And I think we are. Look at Nikita, you said speaking sure you <laughs> Nikita said speaking yourself. <laughs> but, but, but the thing is that I'm in my 40s now and, and I have mm -hmm. a young child. And, I, and when you're in your 40s versus in your 20s having a child, you find out that those little sweet moments, that sweet time, you want that time. And so I have a home business, so I have freedom. Wealth equals freedom. And having a home-based business and creating that wealth for myself offers, you know, provides that freedom for me to do whatever I want to do. So that's why I, I you know, I'm all in it. Home-based business, I, I encourage anyone, if you want freedom, you should do it. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow, Miss Kimberly. Well, I started my business 
I was a faithful customer. Let's just start to <laughs> clear that. <laughs> and so I decided after the, the opportunity was presented to me and I was like, I don't want to do it just because I was very ignorant about how to run a business. I didn't see myself as a CEO or as a business owner. I thought that was for other people. And so one day I was having a conversation with my mentor and she just kind of broke it down and probably just like she had done 50 times before, but that particular day the light bulb went off and I grasped the concept and then I started seeing myself, I'm a business owner. I can do this. And once I said it and started having the confidence and started talking the talk and walking the walk, it, things started to fall in place and I started seeing gains and I started earning wins and it made me more confident and, and freed up my time and I started making my own schedule the way I wanted it to be. And mm-hmm. it also allowed me to earn that residual income that I needed to help me with my daughter's extra fees and, you know, things that I needed outside of just day-to-day bills. So it's just, it's been a win-win for me. I really, even when I don't always meet the goal, I still am a winner because I tried and mm-hmm. it allowed me to get out of my comfort zone and do something I've never done before in my mm-hmm. strong Okay. I have a spin-off question to this one. Why not a brick and mortar? What made you say, hey, I'm going to stick to an office at home versus trying to go out here and build a business where you have all these employees and, you know, <laughs> and the building and the maintenance and what, what you, you know, if anybody can answer this question. I just, I just want to know what made you go that route. Well, for me, the doing that. I'll try. Home, I- was because if I would have chosen the brick and mortar route, I would have still been in the rat race of corporate America or going to someone's building and the maintenance and the upkeep. And this way, I still have the flexibility. The brick and mortar wouldn't allow me the flexibility that I have right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, it was more, um, you know, I said earlier that I started my business just for the extra money for the holidays. And I, and I referenced that, that over time, my reasons for staying evolved. And one for me was because I was a business major, I understood the, the taxable advantages of having a home-based business. So I don't knock a brick and mortar. Some types of businesses are better served the community as a brick and mortar. But for what I was planning to do, I could use a bedroom or extra, you know, extra room in the house to get it done. And especially because of the taxable advantages, my husband and I both were, well, he still is a federal employee, but we both were federal employees. So we had decent salaries and every year we owed. I don't care how much money they pulled out, you know, out of your payroll, you owe, you end up owing at the end of the year. So it was kind of like you had to rob Peter to pay Paul. You hope you got enough back from federal to pay the state or vice versa, you know? <laughs> and so I got sick of that. And um, it's one thing to study. Um, the, the taxable advantages of a home-based business and a structured classroom, but it's a totally different experience when you put pen to paper. And so once I realized the taxable advantages that a lot of what um, I paid every month anyway, a portion of it could be considered a taxable deduction because I chose to operate a business for my home. And then I saw the residual effects financially. It just made sense. I don't need to take this to a brick and mortar. I can do everything I'm doing from within the walls of my home and, and maximize it to the fullest. And so that's one of the things, even when I talk with other women about starting a business and a lot of them want to do things, you know, we always think of brick and mortar when you think about business. A lot of times people disregard, you know, I'm Alfonso's wife. I don't work. I don't do anything. I just stay at home all day. Right. So because they don't see me get in the car and drive across town. 
but um but the home-based business industry is a 400 billion dollar industry and up under the umbrella of that is direct sales which is a 30 36 billion dollar industry and there are more women earning six figures paying themselves or earning six figure salaries working from home so that that speaks volume so when they say do you just you just you you know your husband works and you just at home i'm like yeah i'm his i'm his june cleaver i make pies <laughs> and wear pearls every day <laughs> you know so you know i don't i don't knock a brick and mortar because i said some businesses are better suited for that but for what i do i enjoy and as kim said the flexibility i could be in here taking care of business and also like you know staying after my husband after he had surgery i don't have to run across town to open up a store and fight with employees and be disgusted because they didn't show up on time i don't need that stress in my life you know so yeah that's why i'm at the house working wow. <laughs> that's why i'm at the house and just to add to that we have to also remember what times you know what we're, what times that we're living in when you know we're going to everything is online amazon if you've noticed all those stores that you used to go to the sears the jesus um all these brick and mortar stores they're all closing down so mm -hmm. when you have a home-based business you're, you're we're basically we're actually ahead we're, we're ahead of the time so people are you know they're moving to online online businesses and and brick and mortar is nice because some business like you said can't be services but in order to keep up with this gig economy you have to be able to um, also offer, you know, to the client something online. Yeah, I agree. I don't want to hog up all the questions, Karen. Tiff, do y'all have any questions for them? <laughs> yeah, I definitely do because you guys have addressed the income and the tax benefits, and I'm all about the finances and building wealth, um, having multiple streams of income. So direct marketing can you explain if you're in one or multiple direct marketing um, avenues and what is the income potential? Well, I can well, answer that. The direct, I'm not a part of multiple direct sales companies. So I believe, honestly, I don't have a problem with having multiple streams of income. I'm all about that. But I believe if you have an, uh, an entity that offers a product, then you don't need it, it, it's going to take you away if you have multiple businesses that also offer a product because if i have so much cash flow and i have so much to capital to invest in the success of my business if i have multiple businesses that offer a tangible consumable product now i gotta split that money however that being said i can create another form of income where that complements what i'm doing so it creates a second stream of income but it doesn't take away from the first if that makes sense so for example i write books well i've written books i've you know an author and the books that i write are geared towards entrepreneurs and my target market of women well i can offer people that my services with regards to an author as a literary um agent and it doesn't take away from what i'm doing people have gone come to know me through my books and they say well what do you do and then they learn about my other business or i speak as a result of the book and I get paid that way, but then they ask me what I do and then they learn about my other business. So I'm not knocking it for some people that might work. I just feel like if you have too many um, products, you could do a service and a product, but not two products. And so a lot of times people will say, well, I've, I've got, um, I'm, I'm looking for multiple streams of income and I, I sell 
toothpaste. I say, <laughs> I say, pans, <laughs> and I say, because uh, I want people to be able to come to me and get whatever they want, and that's okay for Walmart, right? But not, not for, not for me. How, so I, I say, if you want to make multiple streams of income, build your business and create a um, find a vehicle maybe in direct sales. Like within our model, we can make multiple streams of income within that one model. But then I can take the money that I've earned and invest it in other in other things like real estate or maybe the trade the um, tr um, for X trading. I could take that money and flip it. So I am creating multiple streams of income, but one is not pulling from the other. They're complementing each other. So that would be my advice, honestly. Anyone else? <laughs> I was going to say, I like that the real estate investment, I, I do Forex. I also do some other stuff, but so yeah, I do a little personal um, products and then I also am a direct marketer. So I have like, like you said, multiple things going on at one time and it's all catered to, you know, what do I want to do? Exactly. So that's good to know. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Anyone else want to ask a question? Okay, I know you guys said that you work together and you've known each other for a while and building a business, it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of people that push you. You know, you want to give up sometimes because it gets frustrating, especially with kids and you want to just give up. So um, with the bond that you guys have, the sisterhood, tell us more about that. Well, I, I, okay, so I enjoy, I'm a people person anyways, and I like to talk, so this, my business allowed me to meet these wonderful ladies, and some of us have not met in the flesh, but we have connected through our businesses, and it's similarities, and then it's also the differences that they bring to the table that give me that different perspective, and I'm like, I have an aha moment, like, oh, yeah, I didn't think of it like that. So it's kind of like iron sharpens iron. We have a common goal at the end, but we may take different paths to get to that goal. Okay. Anybody else? Do you have or well, I, can, can I definitely speak on the sisterhood? Oh yes. 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 <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, speaking on the sisterhood, I just have to say, I've known Nikita for over 20 years and meeting um, everybody else and the, the camaraderie that we all have together is, it's been amazing. And the fact that I did all that time in the military and getting out and now I have a sisterhood to go with the familyhood that I had while I was in the military has been amazing as well. And being able to bounce ideas off of the other ladies, it only builds us up. We, we, we can only go up from where we're at right now. Wow, I love that. And you know, uh, you, you bring up the military. I have quite a few family members who retired from the military and in the military. So when, you're talking about that sisterhood. I know how close women in the military are. Yes. I mean, I have one cousin who was like, whoa, she, I think 
everybody in the army knows her. <laughs> and her Facebook page is always blowing up with women talking and even the guys too. But you know, it's just like, wow. To yeah. have friends all over the place. When she, she can hop on a plane, just go see a friend in, in Germany if she wants to. Because she yes. knows somebody. Yo, you know what I'm saying? That is... Yes, that's the, that is the amazing part of the military. And that was one of the reasons why, why my son wanted to join. He said he saw how things happen in the relationships that his father and I built within the military. And he wanted to experience that. And so he did. I'd like to add... This is the thing that's beautiful. I mean, I've known Kim the longest. Um, Kim was one, I lived in the state of Mississippi. And so when you talk about the sisterhood that we have, we are an excellent representation of that, but it goes so much further. I met Kim through another contact when I lived in the state of Mississippi. She referred Kim to me. She was one of my clients. And then our relationships built. And then she became a part of the team. And then I moved to North Carolina, but where our relationship still maintained, even though I'm in a different state. I met Nikita at one of her women's empowerment events. My name was given to Nikita for one of the events she was hosting to do one of the workshops. And when we met, we just hit it off. You know, that was what, four years ago, I think. And so we've maintained contact ever mm -hmm. since then. You know, every, every empowerment event that she had, I was a part of it. If I couldn't, I refer somebody else to replace me, you know, that kind of thing. And we kept a good conversation, not just about the empowerment event, but just, you know, just as a friend, one girlfriend to the other. Didn't see each other often, but we, we would stay connected. Mm -hmm. And then when mm -hmm. I reached back out to her about this opportunity to join my team and she joined, I was blessed with the opportunity then to meet Toya, which is her long-term girlfriend for 20 some years. And then Marsha came as a result of Toya coming. So and the beautiful thing about relationships and building collaborations is that this type of thing should come organically, really. If we yes. really, really wanted to um, to be better as people and make a significant difference in our communities, we want to collaborate and build relationships. Nikita was not a part of my organization, but because she was excited about what she was doing, I could add to her event and vice, you know, vice mm -hmm. versa. That's how it kind of worked. And so... Um, you talk about the military bond. I've never been a part of the military. My husband is not military, but I can tell you within this organization that we're a part of, I literally have girlfriends from the East Coast to the West Coast. I could call, I talked to one of my friends now. She's in Oregon. I'm saying, girl, hey, sis, I'm checking on you. How are things going? She's like, the fires are not getting to us, but the, you know, the, the smoke is bad on our, you know, on our um, breathing and everything. She says, I got to get back. And she has family in the DMV area and in Charleston, South Carolina. And we, I said, well, have you called, sis? such and such. And I know these people through the organization because we did retreats together. Um, we slept in the same rooms together at conferences. We rode in cars together, you know, that type of thing. Um, so yeah, the sisterhood is real. And that's one of the things that got me another aspect because working in the federal government, I'm going to be honest with you. I just went there for the paycheck. I was like, these, all of these folks, Jesus, I need to be delivered because <laughs> I don't like any of them. Okay. Let's be clear. <laughs> just tolerate them they didn't know it because i treat people the way i want to be treated but i was like deliver me from this place i can't do this much longer but um and i still to this day i still contact two there are there are three women even that i built relationships with when i work with the federal government that also are part of the organization now because after i left they reached out to me and said what are you doing i want to be a part of it so building relationships and being genuine about seeing people win it, it yeah. means a lot and that's what we're all about, you know. 
You know, I, I have a question that keeps burning. It, and seeing you guys on this screen is like giving me life. Oh my God, because <sighs> women, we tear each other down more than we build each other up. And especially black women. What would you say to, to other women, especially our sisters out there about connecting with people and, and you know, everybody can win. It's enough out there for all of us. It is. It is. I wonder, that's exactly what I would say. Let me mm -hmm. take that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because you said that and, and I was waiting for this to, to finish up because that's exactly what I was going to, I was going with what I was about to say. Like I said, we've all, um, we've all just started this, this, you know, building this bond. But what we're doing, we are eradicating the stigma that black women cannot come together Ooh. and we cannot unify and we can't say, oh, sis, I got you, let's win. But I, I, I talk to these ladies every single day. And when I tell you that there is no, there's no backbiting, there's no, oh, girl, uh-uh, it's none of that. It, it is win, win. If you go on our Facebook pages, it's saying, hey, we're the winner's circle. We got you. And, and I don't, I just, I met Nikita in the past few months. I've met Kim in the past few months. But I want them to win. Yeah. Those are my sisters. And whoever, whoever comes in our circle, you are our sister. If you're not, we want, we want black women to know that there is room at the table for all of us. That's right. And we, yes. that when we get together, when we when we get together, we bring we bring power. We bring, bring we bring the force. I know, right? <laughs> we are greatness, and we have to remember remember it. that, and we have to speak that life into each other. There are days when Toy is not feeling it. She's I speak life into her. There's days that I'm not feeling. It. She's speaking life into me. It is about saying that I don't have to step on you. I can get. I can let you get on my back. You get on my back, you get up, and when you get up there, reach your hand back down and you pull me on up. Yeah, that's that's what we're building. And you know what? And to add to what Marsha was saying, this is the this is the um this is the disservice we do to ourselves when we start trying to compare. It's not a comparison game because a lot of times if you if I don't know you. The first thing I do is I, I feel insufficient if I have a complex of because I'm looking at your strengths and I'm comparing your strengths with my weaknesses. Well, all of us have weaknesses, but we choose to focus on where we're strong. So when all of us come together, the five of us, we all bring to the table, as Marsha said, some similarities, but we also bring some things that are different. I can't cook a cake. I probably could if I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to be all upset because Toya Cakes look like something. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm going like, mm, she thinks she all that. Because she, I, I'm like, girl, listen, make me a cake and cut me a slice. That's what I want you to do. Right? Okay. So, so we, have to, we have to look at it from the standpoint that God gifted all of us with talents. We have talents and skills. And what you want to mm -hmm. do is work within your strength and improve on the things that you think you're not as strong. And then don't look at someone else as your competition, but rather say, okay, so tell me what you think about this. How did you accomplish that? You know, when I met Kim during one of our one-on-one -on -one sessions, I said, Kim, you can do this. You can do this. I said, but you got to think like an entrepreneur, not a consumer. 
And she said, huh? I said, yes. You're thinking like a consumer, not a business owner. And, she, and that was one of the things she said to me later. She said, you know what? You rock my world with that statement because I hadn't even thought about it from that perspective. And as soon as I shifted my thinking, but I didn't want her to give up on herself because I knew she had what it took to be successful. But sometimes our thinking is not quite where it needs to be. And that's why you need strong sisters that's in your corner to help you when you get those moments and your thinking is not quite right. You know what I mean? To work, you, work through those things. So yeah, everybody needs to pull together. We all put here together for a reason, you know? So it's a beautiful thing when you find some people you can work with because it doesn't take a whole lot. God don't count numbers. He make numbers count. A few women can rule the world if we put our minds to it. That's for sure. I oh, believe hey, What? <laughs> Listen, y'all don't see this ass on my chest. sophisticated. People don't realize that, you know, with that strong backing, we are powerful working together we are stronger mm. in numbers you know but most people need to change that mindset you know i can do this alone you can't do it alone no you can't you were never intended to do it alone. exactly but yeah. we forgot we forgot as people and as a race how how powerful we are when we come together but i think that everybody is you know in 2020, 2020 pulled the covers off of a lot of things, okay? Mm -hmm. It pulled the cover off of race. It pulled the cover off of unity. And, and, and the one thing as African-Americans, as black people, we, we, had, we were exposed. We had to see that we got to first care about each other before this. We got to first care about each other before this world cares about us. And, and so for me, I made the, it's a passion talking, speaking, giving everything I got to my community, to my people. And we just have to remember what we came from. Remember wh what our roots are. We got to get back to being great. We were we were designed, created for greatness. And we got to remember that. That's yeah, that's good, Marsha. Yes. Preach that, honey, all day. <laughs> <laughs> And I have something else also. It's like, you know, I see in the corporate world, I see a lot of us women, you know, God gave us a platform. He gave us that ladder. But we tend to forget about the blessings he gave us, you know, and it's sad that you forget, you know. So now you look down at the people that helped you get up there. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm going to add to that because I worked in corporate America and the environment of corporate America is doggy dog. That's the culture. Of corporate America yeah. in most settings, I don't care which which business company you're with. In most corporate companies, it's a it's a it's a doggy dog, or you got to sacrifice it all to be able to. I read an article, um, a, a review done by Harvard, and they said in order for people to become extremely successful in corporate America, you got to do more than forty hours. How do you do yeah. more than forty hours a week on a traditional job when you also are a mother and a wife and you got all these other responsibilities? Exactly. So they expect yeah. for you to do the sixty, the seventy, the eighty hours because you want to be on top. And unfortunately, when you're in a certain environment, it takes a lot of strength to not allow that environment to begin to work on you. You know what I mean? It begins to work on you, and then yet you know you find yourself caught up, caught up in the in the rat race. You know, and and then rat they, race. they find themselves. <laughs> Um, I can't say everybody, but I have had conversations with women that's a part of our organization who I met were corporate attorneys. They were already making six figures. They worked, you know, they were already in, in um, executive positions. 
And they said that I got tired of the rat race. I got tired of having to always compromise what it was I really felt in tr to be true. I got tired of seeing other people raise my children and I was missing out on all the stuff. So I knew I mm -hmm. had to make a decision and make a change. And they made the sacrifice if that was only two or three hours a week to build something of their own. So they built it to where they could leave. So I do agree with you in that some do forget, but I think they're bought into it. They bought into the rat race. They bought into that mm -hmm. doggy dog um, divide and conquer every man for himself mentality when it's not really that's not how we're that's not how we were destined to live. That's really not how we were destined to live. So they bought into it. And it's unfortunate. Some have been blinded by that. But thankfully, some of us are not. Let's get it real. Okay, yeah. let's be real. Yeah. Some of us, like, you know, okay. I and even then you have a you have a ceiling. So your limit to your potential, you could be working 60, 70 hours a week. Been there, right. done that. And yep. still, you're not getting a pay increase. You're not, yep. you know, you're still, like you said, caught up in that rat race. Really so are. why not be your own boss right. and make your own money? And let me tell you something that's so funny. Well, not funny, but what I have found is that a lot of times I've, I've come into contact with women and mentor them in our organization. And you look at them and, and they're executives. They are VPs of banks and that kind of thing. And then you said, okay, let me talk to you about building this business. And they're very insecure about how to build the business. And I go, wait a minute. You mean to tell me you could run rings around anybody and handle <laughs> affairs at that bank? You know what I mean? You've been in that corporate environment for 20 something years. Your title has VP behind it and you can't yeah. do this. Mm -hmm. You need to change your, your mindset. You have the mm -hmm. same skill set that you use to make that other company money you could use to make your own, to create mm -hmm. your own. And yes. so that's a part of the mental process. It's usually a fear factor when it comes to that. It that's, is. It really is. It's, a, it's not fear, but it really is. That's what it is more than anything. But what uh -huh. they they won't say that initially. But when you when you know it, you have to help them work through it. And that's one of the things about this crew. And this is just a, a small representation of our team, but that's one of the things about us. You know, was, there were certain goals we said we were gonna hit and we just pushed to do it, you know, and we pushed our way through it. You know, and so we made it happen. I'm excited to let me tell you something, honey. My tribe is getting better and better every day. I'm so excited. I just can't hardly stay in myself. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> <laughs> so for the women out there or anyone who is doesn't know how to market themselves, market their products, what advice would you give them? Because there are a lot of people who has a problem with that. Uh, I'm one. But, you know, <laughs> what are some tips? We're not alone. <laughs> you know, the only thing, one thing I would say I would believe would be important is that you find a mentor, somebody that's doing what you do or who have who may have done what you're what you're attempting mm -hmm. with the level of integrity that you can you, you, you can appreciate. Um, one of the things about within the structure of what we do, a lot of a lot of the, the the systems and the specifics on how to market and um, representing the representing the product and services that's already built into the model. So we didn't have to come in and create anything. We just took the model they gave us and worked it and applied hmm. our own special sauce to it, so to say. <laughs> so um, that's pretty much how that works. But if you're starting, you know, from the ground up with something of your own, I would really recommend that anybody get a mentor, get somebody that is in your arena that you trust and who have who've achieved the level of success that you can appreciate and respect 
and have them help you through it. Because again, it goes back to what Karen said before, we're not supposed to work alone. So a lot of times we find ourselves bumping up against walls and um, finding ourselves in ruts because we have not extended ourselves to ask the question of the right people. Mm-hmm. So that's where I would start. I, w- I definitely would recommend that. Oh, and ask the right questions. The right yeah. ones. Of yeah. the right people. Yeah. Right. And yeah. truly invest in yourself. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that, to be honest with you, you got to stop trying to stay all. You, you're not, you don't, we don't get in this business to stay all. It should be, it should be to serve. So look yeah. at it from a different perspective mm-hmm. and become the product. Don't, don't sell the product. Be authentic. People don't buy products. People buy people. That's if true. I see you and you're and, and you inspire me, you're good. I, I want to, I want I want that. And right. wear your product, be your product. You don't have to sell anything. All you have to do is be authentic and do you. People will be attached to you. So stop being salesy. That stuff doesn't work. That's 1960, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants, don't try and sell me. She said, I always tell my kids, you can't sell anything. You don't believe Not in that. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I was going to say, I was going to say, when you, you said, how do you market your products? First thing, you need to believe in yourself and you need to have confidence in your product and use your product so you can give a personal testimony when people ask you questions because those that are skeptics, they're going to ask you questions. And you want to be prepared mm-hmm. for those yeah. questions and, and give them yeah. an honest of well i heard it does this or i think it does that you can know because you tried it and it's true yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's a great point anyone else have any great tips that they use i know you should be providing solutions for people's problem and they don't want you to tell them what they need i do know that right so. <laughs> one thing about you problems, i think you should use this right here yeah right one thing about the one thing about entrepreneurship is this whether you provide a product or service you cannot disassociate who you are with what you offer so when marcia made reference to being having being willing to serve that has to be on the forefront because people know when you're just trying to sell them something and if they're not interested even if i was interested if i don't click with you i'm not getting it from you even if i was interested you know just because the vibe wasn't right so you have to be authentic and you cannot disassociate what you offer with who you are. So that's why um, personal development is so important when it comes to entrepreneurship. I can work for corporate America, you know, ABC Incorporated. I just have to do what they ask me to do and repeat the mission statement that they told me to repeat. And I just go in and get my check for 40 weeks and come home. But when you're an entrepreneur, you are your business. You are your brand. So you can't disassociate one from the other. So if you feel some, if you know there are areas that you need to be um, sharpened 
or there may be areas that you're a little insecure in or maybe not as confident in then just it, it would benefit you to get the training and the skills and to get the mentor to help you work through those things because as your confidence increases so will your cash baby you better know it it come hand in hand yeah. so so yes yeah, so you know you can't disassociate one from the other what i do is not who i am is not whatever how i want to say this when i moved to north carolina i did not want people to know me for what i do i wanted people to know me for who i who i am so when i gave up myself and i participated i didn't come with my business card in hand trying to get names and numbers i came in wanting to meet people to attend people to to work in our community and then eventually that comes out what do you do you know then i tell them what i did but i wasn't there to advertise but as a result of that in seven years i have people that refer people to me like nikita i was referred to nikita because of the relationship i established and when she said she needed someone to do a certain function at her boot camp my name was given that woman who gave her my name is not a customer but she's someone that i built a relationship with so it makes a difference and there are a lot of other people in this city that do what i do but my name was given to nikita so it's like power of networking yeah, yeah. getting yeah. out there and serving right yeah and that's what networking yeah. is yeah. Networking is not seeing how many business cards you can collect. And how many <laughs> business cards you it's, it's, I mean, it's not, it's about a staff. Uh, for me, I feel like I have a. Go ahead, Nikita. I was going to say, for me, I feel like I have a really good skill making people feel like they're missing out on something. If I can make you feel left out, <laughs> oh, you're going to want to be a part. You're going to want to be a part. I don't care what it is. If I make it sound like it's a party, and you're missing out, right. you're going to want to be a part. So I'll just leave you with it. I'll just let you know everything that I'm going to be a part of. I don't even have to uh, add the part of, would you like to come? Would you like to participate? I don't have to add that part. All I'm doing is talking about what I am involved in. And I just let you know what I am doing. And so when I make it seem like everything is a party, because that is who I am, I am a ball of fun. I'm You're just going to sit there like, <laughs> I'm just going to be left out. I'm, I have to be. And then it's just going to, it's just going to, well, what is it? Well, where can I, where's the information? Well, what do I do? All of that just falls into place. That's all I do. It, it, it is what I do. <laughs> That's a great tip. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It works. Yeah, opportunity coming to me i i prayed about what i wanted i was very specific mm -hmm. and i want whatever i do i want to be me i don't mm -hmm. want to change i i just want to i love mingling with people i love interacting and that's what i wanted to do so when nikita called me it was it it just kind of fell in my lap so here i am yeah, yeah. Voila. <laughs> right wow. and, and let me say this too with regards to what Toya said, Toya, I, I love that when she said before that she prayed about, you know, she said, I had like my time with God. And I was like, God, this is what I want. And then Nikita came and presented her and she was like, this could be it. There are many people who are praying for opportunities and it doesn't come packaged the way they think they sh it should come packaged and they say no to it. So it's kind of like, right. You know, they yeah. pray for this. They want this, this and this. I knew what I wanted. I could take you back to my college when I was in working on my bachelor's degree and I could tell you exactly where I was standing on campus. And I said, Lord, I want to be a consultant of sorts and I want to work with women, but I didn't know in what capacity I would be doing it. 
I, I know exactly where I was. And I remember that conversation clear as day. And I knew I would be doing it in the field of business. So I just took as many business classes as I could because I didn't know in what capacity. Now, fast forward, when this opportunity was presented to me, I told you guys, I said no multiple times, right? And the main reason is because I'm like, I did not go to school to do that. <laughs> I did not go to school to do that. That's not what I was doing, you know what I'm saying? Because I was limited in my vision. And then once I got into the company, and for a while, I was still kind of like, mm, I'm not sure. I'm just trying to feel my way. It's all good. I'm enjoying the ride, but let me just see. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. You are doing exactly what you said you wanted to do. And this is the opportunity and the platform that you can build on. I'm not limited to just this opportunity, but this has given me the platform for which to build. And then as soon as I shifted my thinking, everything else fell into place. So a lot of people pass up on opportunities because it's not packaged. They look at the product or the service rather than what the opportunity provides. So, you know, I've, I've said, if I told you I was going to pay you $25 an hour, would you have to pray about it and go talk to your husband? And they'd be like, no, girl, I wouldn't. Well, why are you, why are you having to pray and talk to him about it now? Because wow. I'm, I'm telling you can pay yourself this much or more, you know, in a little bit of no time. If you just follow the pattern, just listen to what I say and follow the pattern. Follow me as I, as I do the same thing and I'll show you how to make this work. And so I'm blessed, I said before, to be able to have Nikita, Kim, Marsha, and Toya, and so many others, not just in my immediate organization and the organization that we are building, I should say, but in just the, in the tribe of people that have been brought across my path, not just the people that are in my organization, but in other, in other capacities. You know, like Dr. Tracy last year, she's going to write two <laughs> this year. You know, I was excited about my one, and so she upped the game. I was like, well, you know, I'm doing 25. So now I got to get but you get what I'm saying? It's about iron shopping iron. And, and, and it doesn't always have to be within your organization. It can be outside. But that's why you're, the, the decision, the purposeful decision to build relationships and to be an asset and serving other people, as Marsha said, is what you never will win. You never will lose. You always win in that way with that mentality. Always. Wow. Ladies, this, this has been great conversation um, I, I would love to extend this outside of this platform <laughs> so in final words give us something that you would tell other women um a tip pointer some advice just like a couple of sentences or maybe even one the statement and also how people can get in touch with you so we can start with let's go to uh, tanya well, one tip that I would give women is to understand what it is that you want out of life and find someone who can help you get to where you're trying to go. And if you want to get in contact with me, you can always hit me up at Cheesecakes and things at gmail.com. You got cakes. Ooh, cheesecakes. Yeah, cakes. Cakes. That's a real at generic. Email, at Instagram, at Facebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so cakes and things. Are, that's, that's my cake company. Uh, Here's these turn cakes into works of art. That's our superpower. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. What kind of cakes you bake? 
<laughs> it's usually custom cake. Now I also do chocolate high heels, fashion heels. Ooh. Okay. You ain't know. I told you, we're not just every, we just not ordinary people <laughs> my, on my tribe. We super got can you can you know that? Can you um your website for everybody? <laughs> I, I got I, okay, I'm ready. It's cheese, cakes, and fangs on Instagram and on Facebook. And you can also get me at teas, cakes, and things at gmail.com. Oh, I hope everybody got that. <laughs> Not that. Okay, Miss Kimberly. Oh, one thing I would share with another woman would be to write down your goals and well set some goals and then write them down. Mm -hmm. And that way you can have something to refer back to to check off the list because sometimes you may get discouraged like you're not being productive, but you'll have your list of five things and oh I did two of them, so now I have three more to go. So that encourages me, that helps me to move forward instead of getting stagnant. And what I didn't do, I get a chance to look at what I did do. And how can we get in touch with you? Oh no, I guess my phone number. Oh, <laughs> um, well, my phone numbers. You want what, what? How you want to contact me? Um, Instagram, Facebook, um, oh. website. On Facebook, my name is Kimberly L, and on Instagram, I'm KBMK Life. Okay. All right, Miss Marsha. I think I'm a Brady Bunch every time I say your name. Marcia, <laughs> Marcia, Marcia. <laughs> One thing that I would tell women is no fear. Be be bold. Be tenacious. A closed mouth don't get fed. And if you if you can be everything that you're called to be, just have no fear. This is the, this is the season. This is the time. Go for it. Go for it with every whatever it is that you want. Go for it. Don't hold back. Do it all. Um, you can also get in contact with me on my website at marshaedudley.com. Um, my email address is marshaedudley at gmail.com. Um, my Facebook hand, hand uh, handler and Instagram is, of course, Marsha E. Dudley. <laughs> so I'm very easy to find. So Marsha E. Dudley. All right. Thank you. Miss Nikita? Uh, what I would uh, leave with uh, some women is mm. just to let them know that trust the process. I think everybody has their own idea of what home-based businesses may be, but they don't take the time to get the information. So just trust the process. Get the information and trust the process. Um, you're not going to go from zero to wealthy in 30 days. <laughs> I have. I'm just playing. <laughs> but I'm just saying trust the process. If there is a recipe for doing it the right way and winning, well, then I'm going to jump on that winning team right there. That's what I'm going to do. And some people don't want to do that. They just assume to what it's all about or that they're all the same. They're really not. Um, you're welcome for that. Um, but I want to give you my wisdom. And also, I want to leave you with how you can get in contact with me. Um, I have several. So uh, my Instagram is 57 Magazine. That is my sponsorship for uh, several of my businesses, which is uh, Kita Bootcamp and um, mm. Banging Bangles by Kita. 
And um, you can also get in contact with me on Facebook. I am Nikita Grayson and last, but certainly not least. <laughs> my email is N as in Nikita Grayson, G-R-A-Y-S-O-N-2014 at gmail.com. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <it. laughs> Gotta make it interesting, don't ya? I love it. <laughs> Miss Anissa. Well, at least I know, right? What I would give you the quote that I love absolutely because I, I affectionately call my team where we are all stars, and so I got that from various sources. But one of the things that I love is a quote by Mary Ann Williamson that says, There is nothing your playing small does not serve the world, there is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We are born to manifest, to make manifest the glory of God that was that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give the other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our peace automatically liberates others. That's my advice to anybody is just to let your light shine, to be the star that you truly are. Because when you do, you give everybody else um, the courage to do the same. And you can find me on my website, theworkfromhomeceo.biz, theworkfromhomeceo.biz. I am on Instagram as ampersand WFHCEO. I am also on Facebook as WFHCEO. And then, of course, you can find me on my personal page, and this is short on Facebook. Okay. Um, ladies, y'all have want to say, you know, any farewell warrant notes or sayings to them? I do. I love this. Um, we can do another hour if you guys want to. <laughs> y'all are pushing me, you know. <laughs> my jacket, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I just love the sisterhood. I love that strong backing and I love that connection that you guys have. You know, you can't do nothing alone. And it is so critical to have that piece. And if that piece is missing, there will be no you. You know, so I mean, I really appreciate you guys for coming on. You enlighten me. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. Tiffany. I'm sitting here writing tags because I'm putting all y'all out on Front Street on Facebook. So if y'all hear from me or, or, or see me, you know, on your pages, it's it's me. I'm gonna be networking with you. Later. I appreciate right. everything you do, you and I don't have people coming to y'all. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, ladies. I enjoyed you. Um, yeah, I, I will be getting in touch with y'all again. We might have to do a part two. <laughs> We can make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for watching. See you next week. Same time, same place. Bye. Bye. Bye.